Hey there, do you dream of escaping into a book? Maybe your escape includes a cozy cabin in the mountains or a magical town along the coast. Either way, you're in the right place. Welcome to Literary Escapes with me, Becky. This year on the podcast, we're exploring the United States. So every week I'm gonna bring you a new book set in a different state. So let's see where we're going today. So thank you, Jenny, for joining me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. We are, we have kicked off the Reading Across the U.S. book club this week, and you are our first stop on the map, Texas. <laughs> exactly. I'm so excited to get this going. It's been in the brain cells for a long time, and um, it's been fun to think about. So now I'm excited that we actually get to go and so our first stop is Texas, and you are a Texan? Yes. So I am, I grew up south of Dallas. Okay. And which is very close, you know, it's very close to home. I, I everything, just about everything that I do uh, that I've written is based out of either Dallas or Texas or a made up town in Texas. Okay. Like in my Flyboy series, it's based in Yonder, which is outside of Tyler. Uh, growing up as a kid, I always heard about the Tyler Rose Festival and First Fridays in Canton and things like that out in East Texas. But we didn't have a chance to go. Both my parents worked, you know, I was sure. in school and stuff. And we, you know, so... I get now I get paid to imagine these places. <laughs> Don't you love that? <laughs> so <laughs> I do, I do. Uh, <laughs> my I joke with my husband that I get paid to daydream because you know if I want to go to Scotland, I start watching all these videos, start looking up all these places, and imagining what it would be like, where where I would go, what it would smell like, what the breeze would be like, you know, and different things so yeah because if I can picture it in my head I want the reader to be able to see exactly. it exactly so you're you're much nicer to your husband I I start looking at plane tickets <laughs> and uh, like, can we go to I'm Italy I've been trying to talk him into Italy for a while now oh he knows I'm the cheapskate so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's awesome so for people who haven't been to Texas what's it like? I mean, Texas is a huge state. So it's hard. I'm sure it's hard to kind of pin it down to one thing or even a dozen things, but it is. And, you know, growing up there, um, uh, I live in Kentucky. Now my husband took a job here. Nice. So, um, growing up there, when we go home to visit, uh, it's, it's the hardest thing to describe because you cross that state line and it's like, you can let out a sigh, you're home. <laughs> um, you know, it, the, the atmosphere is different. The people are different. You know, people say that, uh, and I'm not trying to offend anybody out there, but people say that, you know, people in Texas have an ego. Yeah. We're very proud, very mm -hmm. proud of our state. I mean, we'll tell you where we're from, what's great about it. I mean, uh, Texans joke about, you know, 
everything's Coke except Dr. Pepper. Dr. <laughs> Pepper's bottled in Texas. That's it is its funny. own thing. Um, in my books, we talk about Waterburger. You know, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. It's it's just literally like a cult classic. Oh, that's you know, fun. Um, if you're if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area everybody knows billy bobs in fort worth oh, you know funny. you also okay. know where to stay away from in dallas you know I'm sure yeah um okay one of my characters got in trouble in oak lawn you know which is a a, a road in dallas so city of dallas please don't sue me but you know it used to be a very rough area um so i, I know some of those places right describe it and talk about it and in fact this last trip that we went to dallas we actually drove to tyler because that's where another series that i have is is based out of right and i'm i'm looking around and i'm like yeah i didn't picture any of this <laughs> that's <laughs> so i apologize to <laughs> my first book is set in nashville my first series is set in nashville and I had already written the first book, actually the first two books before I even visited Nashville and I hadn't published them yet though, thankfully. And so I went to Nashville and stayed for a month, just looking around, trying to get the feel of it. Oh my gosh. It's such a good thing. I went cause it is so different than what I had pictured right. in my head and what I had written on the page. And right. so I had to do some serious rewriting of, especially like the downtown area. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Yeah. Even if you've been, cause I've been through Nashville a hundred times, but I didn't Same. pay that much attention. Same. I've been through Longview, Tyler. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, that entire way, I cannot tell you how many times my mom's from Canada. So we've driven all over. You go literally leave Dallas, go straight north and everywhere east of there. I've been to that state. Wow. I mean, it. we're big road warriors. I love road trips. Um, I, I just, I literally did a double take because we drove through Tyler and I was like, yeah, I didn't picture half of this. You know, the photos that I'd seen online and the things that I'd talked about, it was completely different from when you're driving through. Isn't that interesting? Town. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, huh. You know, I talk about uh, some of my characters have gone down to the beach, you know, um, and I'm picturing Padre Island because that's where I've been. But in the book, it's described as Galveston it's not Galveston. It's completely it's different. Yeah. You know? That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> because anybody that reads about Galveston, they'll be like, yeah, where's the rocks on the beach? Where's the, where's the, um, <laughs> where's the twigs and the grass and, you know, <laughs> beaches so can be so different. Can't they? Prettier, I mean, but yeah. Oh my gosh. That's living yeah. in Florida. We have beaches everywhere, but there are differences between all the different beaches a whole oh, different sure. vibe at all of them and yeah oh sure yeah my ex was in the navy so he was stationed in jacksonville for quite a while i used to live off of mindanao drive in uh jacksonville so i knew that drive to mayport and but the only beach that i ever went to was the one on base 
Okay. Um, so it was a completely different look, you know, completely different atmosphere, completely different vibe right. than anything else you would see. Yeah. And you go else. a little further South and, you know, Daytona is its own world. Right. Cause Daytona go a little further South. You've got new Smyrna beach, which is its own yep. world, which is awesome. Um, and then you've got the space coast, go to the other coast and you've got the Gulf beaches, which are completely different than the East coast beaches. So exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, so, yeah, it's yeah, that's yeah. Research I think is one of my favorite things and I've learned, I probably need to do it beforehand versus afterwards. So yeah. <laughs> no, live I and completely, learn. <laughs> I completely get it. That's funny. So you are um, book number one, and it is the first book in your Flyboy series, which is called Forever Faithful. So let's yes. talk about that. So I love the military aspect. I love the long distance relationships. You know, I'm glad I'm not in one anymore. Yeah. Uh, but um, I love the idea of meeting somebody and uh, very unexpectedly and falling in love with the person before you ever meet them you know um i think a lot of friendships work better that way a lot mm -hmm. of relationships work better that way because you take away the the chance to be self-conscious you know mm -hmm. it's hard everybody's got something they're worried about or scared of you know and there if people talk about keyboard bullies yeah because there's safety behind the computer screen there's Absolutely. safety talking to somebody on a <laughs> telephone or in a letter you can actually be yourself and get to know somebody yeah and in my flyboy series that kind of plays off of that so my first series that i did healing hearts was nothing but pen pals oh wow Cool. Pen pals and matchmakers and uh, Flyboys is a little bit different. So I never, and this is so funny. I never intended it to be a long series. Oh, okay. And, and what uh, book I, are we up to now? Uh, 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's a few I books. I love my Flyboys. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> so, um, so when I wrote book, oh, I wrote book two first. Oh, I wrote, curious. I wanted to have a, a set of twins. Okay. A, a guy and a girl. And I wanted the guy to be this outrageous, brash, outgoing person that, you know, ha had the I'm better than you vibe. Right. You know, but I wanted him to be brought down to another level when his best friend falls for his sister you know oh. the whole the whole he's never going to be good enough for her mm -hmm. and I wanted it to have a little bit of a military aspect okay um I've had a lot of requests for marine books I know nothing about the Marines uh, other than what I've seen on YouTube and in the news you know um I would love to know more maybe right. in the future that's going to be a whole lot of research but my dad was air force okay. my ex was navy so i know those two branches yeah and so each branch i would Army assume has its own like exactly. nuances or culture exactly. and personality so yeah 
and my army series because it was long distance there's and i'm not very in-depth on those there's a little bit more forgiveness now i have made mistakes and i love it when a reader tells me because then i go back in and i hurry up and fix it you know <laughs> like ranks i messed up a rank oh big no time yeah one time. and i was like on book 12 and so i had to go back through and fix the rank on the other 12 books but you know you do it because you want it to be correct yeah yeah and, and that's, you most know, authors try to be as accurate as they can be and right yeah but so, we do make mistakes Oh, yes. So when I started on uh, Forever Fearless and Forever Faithful, I stopped on Forever Fearless and started writing Forever Faithful because I knew that this, the book was going a whole different direction. Okay. So I wanted book two to be its own, which is the twin. And then I wanted the sister's book to be Forever Faithful. And it starts with a couple of kids growing up together um thumper and alpo are good friends they've been friends uh they both love to fly they end up getting out of high school going to the air force academy and getting into the pilot program where they go and they're stationed in afghanistan because because i'm not as familiar with air force I knew I needed to draw it back out of there. I didn't want it to be an Air Force book. I wanted right. to touch on it. And so the first the first real incident you see overseas is a major one that changes their lives. Okay. And they leave the Air Force. Oh, okay. Um, both of them still want to fly. Both of them still want to be a part of this world that they've always wanted to be in. I mean, it's life changing yeah. because you've wanted to do this whole thing your whole life. It's, it's now, what do you do? Right. You know, so they, yeah, especially when a, you planned on that being your life. Yeah, exactly. So they open a school in the middle of nowhere in a made up town called yonder, Texas. If it was real, I'm telling you right now, my husband would not have a choice. We'd be living there. Um, <laughs> um, so I made, uh, so there, they open a flight school in yonder and I, I, I wanted the books to be relatable because mm -hmm. it's not just setting the scene for a romance and a relationship. I want it to build build a a group of friends a town a a community around mm -hmm. this school so well and if you have 22 books it has to be more than just a love story it, you have to the community and the town and you know it, it's all part of it exactly and it's yeah. real life stuff you know they're setting up a school and it's so expensive I mean if you think about it if you were starting out and you, somebody told you, okay, go buy this hundred thousand dollar plane. I'd be like, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a whole that lot my credit of card. Yeah. <laughs> for a long, long time, you know? Um, so they touch on that, how broke they are, how they're living, you know, it's just like in the barracks They they have a set of bunk beds and the two guys are living in one of the classrooms in a trailer 
in the middle of nowhere trying to set this up you know and in the in the whole midst of this whole thing the brother's best friend is supporting the twin sister and the two twins are arguing back and forth you know he's wanting to buy this she's like no i'm keeping control of the pocketbook you can't do this and so you see all these little interactions and all these little clashes and next thing you know they're starting to the the flight school is starting to take off and they're starting to get students and they're starting to grow and the relationship starts to proceed from there and now they're taking the plane to go on a date somewhere and so i mean there's all these little different things that you think okay this is not what i'd expect so yeah i I like when books take me in places i don't expect that's fun yeah yep that's a lot of fun so i should have asked this earlier but how did you become an author um so I have been in, I've worked since I was 15. I started at a grocery store, just like everybody else. And, you know, um, I've, I've worked my entire life and I fell into automotive by chance. Okay. (laughs) Um, I worked, um, I've been in the automotive field working at dealerships, um, for probably about 20 years. Wow and raised my kids I have two beautiful children um both are adults now nice one living in Texas and one living in New York so I've got one on either side of the country yeah and both of them had moved out of the house within like a year two year period and I'm suddenly left there my husband works third shift so I'm like that's a whole lot of time to fill yeah yeah I mean I got slapped with empty nest syndrome really fast yeah um and I thought okay what do I do um you know so I was talking with my mom my dad had my dad has written a book my mother has written a book my sister is a prolific author that writes under a couple of pen names nice and you know, I was reading, my mom had recommended a book to me and I don't even remember what it was. And I remember getting to the last chapter and being so angry and frustrated because this book sucked. I mean, (laughs) I I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) I don't like to leave bad reviews, but my goodness, A, you don't kill the main character towards the end. No. B, you don't leave a cliffhanger for the next book that's Uh, not out. I mean, it was just all these different things. And I was like, what did I just read? And then this dude shows up and he's like part lizard. I'm like, where is this going? I'm like, this is not what I expected. How is this a great book? You know? And so we were sitting there talking and going back and forth. And I'm like, mom, this was not it. I'm not reading anything else you recommend, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) I have a great relationship with my mom. That's (laughs) awesome. But we were sitting there talking. She goes, well, if you think you can do better, do it. And she goes, your sister does it. And she goes, I've written one and your dad's done it. She goes, just go for it and try it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try this. And I sat down and I wrote like 500 words. And I was like, okay, this is harder than it looks. (laughs) 
And then yeah, once you get all the words that are in your head on the paper, it's like, okay, so hardest. what about the other 50,000 words or whatever, right. you know, it's like, that's oh. the hardest part. And it is brutally hard to go back and reread some of your stuff. I would so imagine, if you're looking yeah. me up, please do not read my old, old books. Just some grace here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, if you that's do, how it goes. I apologize now, but well, I mean, part of it is you've grown you as an author and you, that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. You grow, you start to find your voice. You start to find, um, how you want your characters to behave, your temperament. Um, you start to realize that, you know, I can't write this genre. This is too hard for me. I should yeah. not be spending 20, 30 minutes looking up the year tinfoil was made, you know? I mean, and these are things that you look up, you know? Um, yeah. So uh, I started to, I started with historical. Okay. And it's so interesting how many authors start there in historical. Because I love to read it. Yeah. I, I love reading Philippa Gregory oh, is yeah. one of my favorite authors. I have read all of her books. That's awesome. Um, Catherine Coulter. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I love historical romance because I can picture it from growing up in history books and stuff. I can picture it in my head. If I can't picture it, yeah, I can't follow it. I don't, I mean, I read some fantasy and some sci-fi, but it takes a whole lot. Uh, it's got to be a really good author. If, if the name is hyphenated three times and I can't pronounce it, I probably am not your author, your reader. Yeah. You know? I'm with you there. Um, so I started writing historical and slowly started to graduate to contemporary. And okay. I, I still love historical. I like writing it. I'm just not as good at it. Yeah. Um, I love time travel romances. Mm, yeah. Except for that third act where she always goes back. Forget it. She doesn't have to go back. But <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Because I like the happily ever after. Right. You know, and so those are those are key things that I've decided that I wanted to put in the story. I wanted it to be something relatable. And as you grow as an author, you start to realize what your voice is. You know, yeah. I wanted something where anybody can pick up a book and put themselves in the main character mindset. Um, I wanted it relatable. So my characters have real world problems, you know, they're divorced, they're dumped, they're a widow, they're struggling to get by, they ran away, they had, um, uh, I had a smoker that quit smoking, I mean, and it dealt with some of that addiction. Oof. You know, I mean, there's some, <clears throat> there's some hard things in my books. And yeah. most of my books have a and I and I'm not saying this to scare anybody but most of my books have a trigger warning in the front because there are things in there that are tough to read mm -hmm. if you're reading a book about a widow then those feelings are there that sense of loss that that Just the grief yeah the yeah heaviness. the grief the walking in the kitchen and getting ready to open a can of biscuits and you realize you don't need that All many biscuits yeah you know I mean the things like <laughs> that that hit you and 
so when I'm writing my books, <laughs> when I, when I joke about how, oh, you know, you know what, you might need tissues for this one. It's because I was crying like a baby for four hours. When you were writing it. Yeah. Oh. You know, um, one of my books dealt with a failed marriage that he didn't want to give up on. They lost a child. I mean, mm. it was just everything that could possibly go wrong for this couple, yet they grew they drew strength in being together and finally finding their happily ever after. I cried so much in that book. <laughs> oh man. So much. <laughs> so much. The trigger warning <clears throat> is epic at the beginning. You know, my my arc readers were like, you should have told us. I'm like, yeah, I'm working on the trigger warning right yeah. now. Yeah. I should have. Wow. You know, uh, um, but you know, if I write a book about a police officer, there is some grittier sides mm -hmm. to their life. It's not always sunshine rainbows. Hey, I got the bad guy. Woo, go me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. It, you know, hey, this <clears throat> driver won't get out of the way and I'm stuck or, you know, I'm down to two bullets. You know, uh, this is going to be a lot of paperwork now and I still don't have this person. What do I do next? Wow. You know, are so. they emotional roller coasters? Cause that's what I'm kind of picturing. <laughs> uh, I've been told that. Okay. Fair enough. Nice. But I like to incorporate a lot of laughter too. Cause I'm really, I got to balance it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well that not, you know, being in automotive for 20 years, I've got a little bit of a snarky temperament. So I, I like to crack jokes and sometimes I tiptoe across that line. Um, so I write like around it, like on the, the gauge that they talk about books and stuff. I write like a two or a three. Okay. Um, it's, it's a very closed door. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not good at those scenes. They make me uncomfortable Yeah. because it's, it's, it's a, it's a personal and intimate moment and I don't need to go there. Yeah. You know, so when I'm writing a book, it'll get up to that spot and then it stops. Right. Now, there may be a glimpse behind the scenes, um, like later on when they're talking or cuddling or something. But no, I don't get into any yeah. of that because I, I can't. It's just not me. That's yeah. the parts that I skip in some books. Um, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So, but that works. And I can really talk and ramble. So steer me back in the direction. <laughs> it's all go. good. <laughs> when it's, it's my good. books and it's my boys, I'm, I'm, I can really talk. That's the good stuff. <laughs> yes. So what are you working on right now? So right now I am, <laughs> I'm working on a Flyboys book. Okay. Oh, that's exciting. going with the voice in my head right now. So my next book was supposed to be Forever Fantasy, which is uh, the pilot's call sign is Riptide. Okay. However, the one after it is talking a little bit more. Oh. So I am writing a book called Forever Family and his call sign is Copperhead. Okay. And it is, it is the widow book you know uh, a group of best friends she marries her best friend he's not available 
and she's building this whole life and her husband was a police officer and she lost him in the line of duty and now he is stepping up to the plate and it's going through some of the things that they're having to deal with and i just freaking love it so uh, So I'm going through and writing his story and talking about it and introducing the kids and the family moments and the, the tough aspect of, okay, this was mom's friend and now he's sleeping on the couch. Yeah. What's going on? You know, why is, why is is so-and-so here? Yeah. Why is uncle (laughs) <laughs> so and so <laughs> here at the house you know mm-hmm. so yeah okay interesting that'll be fun to see oh I'm not gonna lie and I don't want to give it away but there are some really good lines in there I love writing children because you never know what's gonna happen more humbling and more honest than a child's mouth yep and yeah it's proof in this book that's so funny I love it so what are you reading right now? What am I reading? Um, gosh, I've got so much stuff open on my Kindle right now. I know. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm a mood reader. Okay. Um, I, it, my go-to is historical. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> I read on Facebook one author that I love to read her books and she is talking about dabbling in fantasy. Oh. And she was talking about dabbling in something specific in fantasy. So I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually reading Ruby Dixon right now. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Yeah, so um it is no judgment please um it is a little bit steamier than what i've ever written <laughs> okay or read um uh, but i love the character building and the worlds that she builds nice. so um that's awesome. i had read some of her books before in the past i love her dragon series Those and are fun, yeah. so i'm actually starting over with book one and reading that and i'm like you know what i do like these books I really do. I just cannot. I don't know if I could write apocalyptic. Yeah. I don't know if I can write an end of the world romance. Cause I think you have to be in a certain mindset to get there. I love that there's authors that like writing all these different types of books and readers have the option of reading anything they want to these, you know, there's just books, anything that you like to read it's probably out there somewhere. So exactly, exactly. That's pretty awesome. And some of the stuff that you pick up, I mean, it's like, okay, I really enjoyed this, but I didn't think I would, or you know what? I really enjoyed this. Oh, like I finished one of Claire Kane's books. Okay. And I was like, oh, I should not have ended my army series, you know, (laughs) because I really loved her books. That's fun. Um, I read all of Claire Kane. I love her stuff. So if you're listening, whoo, avid fan right here. Um, <laughs> Casey Lane. I I love her Bama boys. Um, 
<laughs> in fact, I've sent her a message one time. I'm like, it is 3 a.m. and I just finished your book. I have to get up at six. I don't know what I'm going to do, but thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it's your fault. I'm going to be tired tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love a book that draws you in and you cannot you put, can't it down. put it down. Yeah. I yeah. love those too. That's and a lot of fun. Sometimes those are hard to find. And sometimes you sit there and like with Claire Kane. I had just finished book 29 and I was like, okay, I'm not writing any more army books. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to take it somewhere else. I'm going to start a different series, which came out today. Um, yeah, I know we're recording this on January 1st and it's coming yes. out in a couple of days, but my book came out today um, and it is called In Love with the Rogue and in it is going to be a series um, it is going to be an army series that touches on some of my old one because I love that series so much, but people are scared to pick up book 29 or book 30 right. because they think they have to read all the yeah. others. Yeah. And in mine, you don't. Each one, they're standalone. Now they nice. do build, you know, where you might see a different character from a different book, but right. If you've never read anything by me, you can pick up any of any them. Any of them and yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, because I want it to be its own story. Mm -hmm. And then if you decide you like it, you might pick up another one and say, hey, wait a minute. I recognize that name from this book. Right. So, and I want to hear but, their backstory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jenny, for joining me today. This has been a fun conversation and I am looking forward to having your book come out. Um, the next, the next fly boys book. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, if you're not in the book club, it is the, uh, the link is in the show notes. It is called read across the U S and all year we're going to be hitting all 50 States. So it's going to be fast and furious but we'd love to have you join us. And if you'd like to read more about Jenny's books, um, there'll be links in the show notes there as well. So thank you, Jenny. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun talking to you. All right. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. If you'd like to be part of the Read Across the U.S. book club, I'd love to have you join us. There is a link in the show notes. So just head down there and click and we will welcome you in. So see you in the book club, I hope. Have a great day and we'll see you next week with a new episode.